What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Good job back with another podcast. I have a special guest. I know I say all my guests are special and they are, but this particular guest I've known of her for many years since she was in a girl group. So I'm going to allow her to introduce herself right now. Hey, Terrell. Hey, everybody out there in, in uh, blog land. What is this? Podcast. Like iPod podcast yeah. land? <laughs> uh, this is V Bozeman. Most of you know me from Empire, uh, from my hit single, What is Love, and, um, you know, model, actor, singer, community supporter, and uh, that's who I am, B. Bozeman. <laughs> that's what's up. So, just to get into some dialogue, um, I usually ask this question, but how has the pandemic and everything changed um, how you do things as an artist? Um, I'm a lot more open, I feel like, you know, I'm a lot more, uh, vulnerable with my supporters, uh, because, you know, the pandemic, that was a scary time. It is a scary time. You know, you really only get one chance in this life. So I take a lot of things, um, uh, much more to heart. And, um, I just try to like, be really, really present. Although I've always been present with my fans, I'm I'm just so much more conscious of it and cognizant of it, um, and and just uh, open with uh, my supporters. So I think it's changed for the better. Awesome. It changed better. I know that much. <laughs> Slow me down a bit, also. Yeah. So how did you get into acting? Like I said earlier, that I had originally heard of you through mahogany um years ago um with the song dj among other other records that you had you guys had out and then i don't know how i realized that you were the same artist i don't know what happened but and i remember having like just unreleased records from the group and as yourself too um, and then I remember seeing you on empire um, with the song what is love that i will play later on in the episode um, how was the transition from music, from being in a girl group to a solo artist to acting? Let's scale back. I remember you, you said that you didn't know when I kind of transitioned. I'm yeah. going to tell you when I transitioned is when I shaved my head and I reinvented myself. That's probably why it didn't click at first, because it was just this whole different other brand as a solo artist. <laughs> That's what I tell most people. But yeah, I mean, I've always actually acted, just not on a, you know, that big of a platform. Mm -hmm. But I started acting in it, just theater arts, period. So I just, um, 
I feel like Empire kind of fell into my lap because at the time I was signing Timberland and um, I was doing a lot of um, creative visual things with my artistry at the time. And I was just sharing some things with Timberland that I had done. And he was kind of like, wow, you can like really act. You have a whole nother layer to you. And um, he was dealing with Lee Daniels at the time. He showed Lee my work and it kind of all just blossomed from there. Um, with me being a part of the Empire brand and that whole thing. So it happened organically. Um, and I'm so thankful that, you know, the stars aligned in that way. Yeah, that's amazing. I know that's probably, if not the biggest single from that that show or any, really any any show when you think about it. Yeah, it's it was a blessing. You know, I, and honestly, I, <laughs> I really wasn't even in love with that song. I I recorded that song probably at three in the morning because um, the producer that I was working with at the time, uh, Jim Beans and Timberland, you know, he was like, yo, you have to record this song right quick for this TV show. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, and he played it for me. I was like, uh... Sure. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to tell you, like, let's do it. I was like, okay. So I recorded it. And I just, it was just a real raw situation. You know, I just did what I did. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, I really wasn't even in love with it. My manager made me actually finish the record because I only had did, what, 25 minutes of the song. He was like, uh, you need to put a second verse to the song. And he, it took me months to do that. And I'm did the video and it just blew up into this whole thing and uh that goes to show you sometimes you know artists big, biggest records are the ones that they least expect to get traction the way it does you know yeah i remember <laughs> tony braxton was saying that about unbreak my heart how she didn't care for the song and that's her biggest song to date really yeah and that's like my favorite artist. That's yeah. like my favorite artist. That's so ironic. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> so let me, um, since we've been talking about it, I'm going to play a little bit of What is Love right now, and then we'll get into some more questions. Okay. Here it is. What is love? If it's not what is love? If it's just something
So what is love to you? Thank you. Sorry, go ahead. I said, so what is love to you? Love is God, period. I love that answer. So what would you say your definition of success is? My definition of success of success is um I guess loving what you do, you know? Um and following your passion and making sure that you are true to yourself within that realm. You know, money uh doesn't mean you're successful. It's about, you know, the inner work and all of the things that um, make you up as a as a person. You know, if you could look at yourself in a mirror after years and years of being in this business, then that's success in itself. Yeah. Know what I mean? I know. I totally understand that. Um, for me, I like was working in the music industry under uh, a certain artist that I'm not going to name. Um, and I literally was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like I've done this for like eight, nine years. And, um, I don't know. I just not bitter. Cause I wasn't bitter about the music industry or anything like that, but I was just kind of over it. Like, and then, and then I realized too, that I didn't want to be behind the scenes. <laughs> um, but just to be completely honest, like, I'm like, I love helping our artists out. I love helping people, but like. I, I personally feel that my personality deserves to be seen and heard. So, um, I love that you said that. Yeah. Um, so I know I totally, I totally 100% get that. Um, and you know, and for me, I mean, everything that I, I want, the like, biggest... I'm sorry, what was that? Go ahead. No, it's funny. Cause I remember I had an artist that was also in a girl group of, um, last year. And I was saying that, yeah, what I really wanted to do was help artists be in the music industry and have my own show. And then she was just like, oh, you realize mm-hmm. that you're doing that now? And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you have me on your platform. You're helping me promote my music and you have your own show. And I'm just like, oh, snaps. Like, it's it's weird <laughs> how, like, sometimes things fall in your lap that you want and you don't even realize that they're, they're there in front of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. Yes. Yeah, so- I was just saying, the biggest people that you would think are successful, you know, are some of the most miserable people. Exactly. Some of the biggest, you know, people that like they they'll take themselves out. And then what success can you? And what success can you even enjoy if, if you can't, you know, yeah, even be in it? I, I totally one hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Question for you: How do you feel that you sabotage yourself? Questioning my talents, being doubtful of God giving gifts. That's the number one thing that you can sabotage yourself because it creates the energy. It creates, you know, just self-doubt uh, in a in an industry where you, you have no room for that if you're trying to execute certain things it can snowball into other things and then it could just be over you you know yeah this is an energy energetic realm we're in no, definitely. <laughs> when it comes to this 
industry. So, you know, people can smell that fear and anxiety or, you know, self-doubt. They, they feel that. So you have to really, really be your biggest believer and supporter of, of, of yourself. Yeah. And your talent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's huge. I feel like a lot of people do have self doubt. Um, for myself, I think my biggest I'm like the hugest procrastinator when it comes to myself. Anybody else, I'll do something for them real quick. But when it comes to me, like I'm just like, oh, I'll get to, I'll get around to it. <laughs> but um, so what do you think life is teaching you right now? What is life teaching me? Um, to not be so hard on myself. And to flow like water, you know, take one second, minute, hour, day at a time and control what you can control. Yeah. You know, be so reactionary to things. Yeah, I think. Just kind of stop. Just kind of like process things before you react to things. And you could probably get a better outcome than being reactionary. No, I I totally 100% agree. I think I've always been good with that myself personally. Um, I've always just, if something happens, I'm just like, okay, I'm giving it to God because I can't do nothing with it at this point. Period. (laughs) So what would you say your greatest strength is? My greatest strength is... um, Oh, just my my ethic of hard work and not taking that for granted, you know? And um, just really realizing, like, we get to do this, you know? You just can't take this for granted because it it's, it's a lot of waves in this. So you just have to really be uh, appreciative and um, just give it all you got. Give it all you got. So a question I do have that I've wondered for many years is why haven't you come out with an EP or an album or anything? Like what has gone on? I mean, because you're still so relevant even without having that, but what what has been the holdup in regards to that? If I might ask. Well, I came out with an EP. You just just don't know. I mean, not an EP, but I came out like with a Christmas EP. I I did get that. I came out with a couple of singles here and there. I don't know. I can't. It's just a a whole conglomerate of things from business to, you know, pandemic to just things shifting and being caught up in a lot of politics. You know, when I was signing major labels, it was a lot of ethics going on when it came down to the people above me that had nothing to do with me. So it's just spring, you know? And that's just what it was. And I used to be like, man, yeah, I I need to put, put out an album. I need to put out an EP. This is out of other. But actually, just time just never really just. The stars never really just aligned in that way for that to just happen yet. Mm-hmm. But it's going to happen. And it's when it happened. You all you guys will be the first to know. <laughs> do you feel do you feel pressure with releasing music i mean because with artists nowadays and it's not even so much the artists it's the fans nowadays it's completely different than it was even just 10 years ago whereas you have to like 
I feel like people just, everything is so with social media and you can just touch it and grab it, you know? So people just want more and more and more and they don't actually cherish what is presented to them. They'll listen to it for a couple of days or weeks or whatever, and then they want something else from you. Do you feel any type of pressure to put music out because of that? I feel incredible pressure. Absolutely. I, um, you know, I was nominated for a Grammy my first time that the people really heard me. And um, it's just an incredible amount of pressure that I put, I probably put on myself. It's not that people put on me. I put on myself because I'm such a perfectionist. I'm a Capricorn. So, um, it's, it's me. It's, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, I try to work on, but I put pressure on myself. Because, you know, when you do body of work, that's like you putting yourself out there naked. Yeah. You know? And really appreciate that it does do some something to artists we put so much into our work um so i mean that just comes with the territory no i totally feel that um like for me even just with putting out this podcast like i never wanted to do a podcast it's never something i ever wanted to do um but i refuse to go back and listen to any of the episodes because uh, <laughs> then i'm gonna nitpick and do all, you know all this and second guess myself and i feel like it oh you know so i'm just like once i record it you know and it's out in the world i'm done with it um do you exactly. i and i know a lot of artists um i know i personally know a lot of artists but i know a lot of artists that um say that after you know they don't listen to their own music do you actually go back and and listen to some of your old stuff or just stuff that you're about to put out? Do you sit with it or once you're done, you're done with it? I mean, I used to, but over time, I don't get too attached because, you know, with so many hands in the pot, you know, some people feel certain ways about your music and then you go through all of this. Yeah, people dissecting and this, this, that, and the other. And they're not as attached to your music as you are. So over time that can really like jade you a bit. And it, and honestly it has with me. So when I record something in that moment, I give it all I got and that's what it is. But am I attached to my music? Like I used to be because I'm like, this is the one I know this is the one that no, because (laughs) <laughs> at the end you just don't know what you're gonna create next you know so i just stay open in that in that space so i try not to just you know be stuck on one thing I try to stay open <laughs> so i have a question so many times people ask you like oh what's the best advice that you've ever been given um my question is what's the worst advice you've ever been given the worst advice. Yeah. <laughs> the worst advice I've ever been given. That's interesting. I really can't tell you. Um, wow. That's such a great question. Nobody's ever like told me that. Uh, probably the worst advice is somebody 
early on when they told me like, you know, you don't have it. You should just probably, you know, background sing or something like that. That was that was probably the worst advice. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, but you know, haters are gonna say whatever they wanted. So I, I'm a, I'm also a certified life coach. So when I do the podcast, the whole premise of the podcast is I want people to see that just like you as an artist and an actress, that uh-huh. you are just the same as us. And the only thing really is stopping. The only thing that divides us is basically you're living your dreams. You went after your dreams. And sometimes we don't personally do that. Um, mm-hmm. So with that being said, um, what what are some things that actually make you like insecure? As far as just anything, whether it be your talent, whether it be getting a job or just everyday life stuff. It makes me insecure. It's a two part question too. And the second part of that is how do you overcome that insecurity? I'm sorry. I said, it's a two part question. And the second part is how do you overcome that insecurity? Well, everybody has insecure moments. You know what I mean. Um, see, if you were to if you were to have asked me that when I was in my <laughs> early twenties or something, I probably could tell you a lot of different things. But at that time, I didn't really know myself, so I don't know if I if I have insecurities. Um, and if I am concerned about something, I try to find out what the problem is and I, I, I correct it, but insecure. She said, I don't know that person. <laughs> that ain't me. And you can't walk. You, you can't move through this space that way. No, I totally I mean, agree. That we have different insecurities, you know? If I get a pimple or something, I'm like, oh my God, I got a pimple on my face. I need to get that. But just, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but not when I'm, I'm working and I'm trying to execute and I'm trying to accomplish some things, you know? I No, because I work hard. You know what I'm saying? And when you work hard and, and you're very, like, you know, diligent and matter of fact about what you're doing, that, that doesn't have room. <laughs> You know, being insecure, it, it doesn't have room. Yeah, I totally agree. So what yeah. would you say your your self-worth is based on then? I'm sorry? What would you say your self-worth is based on? My self-worth is based on... Um, I would say my upbringing, the values and the fabrics of you know my early my early childhood and all those things that make me up as is, is the, the 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 morale part of myself that's that's my self-worth you know because if you think about it if you if I couldn't sing if I couldn't you know act or or anything like that what what would I have none of those things made me up of who I am it's the thing that you know, it's, it's the morale, my morale, my integrity, you know? 
those things that I was taught when I was fresh and learning the world, learning myself, those make up who I am. Not the actors, none of that stuff. So. That's totally amazing answer. I'm going to get into another record of yours real quick before we continue. This record um, was actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but the last record that you released, Juicy. Um, which I oh, love. yeah. And it, I'm playing the remix featuring Trina. And Too Short. So let's get into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's the picture, close your eyes, let me paint it, no panties or a bra in your bed, butt naked, huh? Sweat stripping, champagne sipping. Here's the picture, close your eyes, let me paint it, no panties or a bra in your bed, butt naked, huh? Sweat stripping, champagne sipping, we skinny dipping, the latex, you diving in it, uh? Backstroke, share yeah, you like that, I let you hit it, tell you fall back, and never call back, now you delusional and confrontational, and going crazy when you hear me on the radio. show sacrifice with paula Patton. tell us a little bit about about that yeah i'm um i'm actually on a set right now getting ready for the next scene i never quite a sacrifice starring paula Patton. um vanessa bell calibre so many amazing actresses and actors on this show Basically about a law firm um, that Daniela Hernandez is uh, a major um, power figure lawyer, high power lawyer, entertainment lawyer, and you know she pushes pushes the envelope when it comes to representing her clients in entertainment. And I'm basically her assistant, um, you know, Tamika Bland, very uh, fast paced. Always two steps ahead of Daniela, sassy, and, um, you know, gets the job done. Single mother, uh, navigate her way through, uh, you know, in her little world also. But the show is on BET um, every Wednesday uh, at 8 Central Time. Uh, and it's just been such a great ride. We're filming a second season now. Um, in the first season, you could definitely catch on BT now and BT Plus if you want to binge watch it. 
But um, yeah, I'm so uh, grateful to be part of this cast and to be working with um, such a great talent like Paula Patton. She's really uh, a force. So hopefully you guys check it out. Yeah, I know it's actually a really, really good show, even just from the first episode, like it locks you in. So um, I definitely recommend it. Um, So I have this question that I always ask everybody. Um, If you could have 10 minutes with God, what would be the one thing that you ask him? If I had 10 minutes with God, um, what could be the one thing I could ask? What would be the one thing I would ask him? <laughs> That's something that I really uh, was expecting you to ask. <laughs> What is your purpose for me? I, I guess that's what I would ask. So funny thing that you say that is because literally, I want to say 99% of the people when I ask that, they that's always their their question. And, and it made me like think like, wow, people really want to know like that they're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That I, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I. Um, Great question. Thank you. Um for myself, I probably wouldn't ask anything. Like I feel like at that point, it, it wouldn't matter. Whatever I had to ask wouldn't matter. But if I did pick anything, it would probably be slavery. <laughs> Where was you at? What was going on there? What was the purpose of that? I <laughs> did. Um, so if you could have an intimate dinner with three people, um, whether they're gone now or still living, who would those three people be? Wow, I had this conversation with someone before. Of course, it would be, man, it would be God, the devil, and probably, uh, God, the devil. Who would that third person be? I really don't know who that third person would be, but it would be both of them for sure. Have you seen the show um, Lucifer? That's on Netflix. Yeah. Like I watching that show gave me such a different view on how the devil works. And, mm. and it made me see, think that like, I don't know, just even growing up, people, like, when something bad happens, people are always like, oh, that's the devil. But it, it, a lot of times we put so much emphasis on the devil instead of taking accountability for the things that we do. <laughs> I agree with that. Y'all have... So, <laughs> what's next for you? I know you said there's season two of Sacrifices coming up. Is, is yeah, season two... And then top of the first quarter will be my album. And um, that's going to be a big rollout. So top of the first quarter will be the uh, top of the first quarter will be the, you know, the album release that I'm excited about. But that's what's next. Yeah, I remember you posting a while ago that you're going to release this song called Peaches. 
Oh, that was so long ago. So long that ago. Probably. <laughs> yeah, and then I... And then also, I forgot to mention Opera Noir with, with Timbrell. You know, he's creating the NFT for that whole album that we did together. That's awesome. So that'll be next year. That's awesome. Um, so I'm going to play this yeah. last record. It's one of my favorite Beyonce. records. Um, and it's Go. I, when I tell you I love this record um, so much. Um, so I'm going to get into it right now. And we're going to play that. Here is Go by B. Bozeman. Shut up. Shut up. I'm sorry, what's that? They're calling today. No problem. They You're might- good to go. Um, just tell the people where, where they can find you. Okay. Hey, guys. You guys can find me um, basically on social media. Oh, shoot. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, but you're good. I'm sorry. You can find me on um, social media, B. Bozeman, B. Bozeman Music on Twitter, my YouTube, B. Bozeman, B. Bozeman as well. I'm on there talking all kinds of <laughs> crap. No, I'm just playing. But um, I'm there. You can could, you could check me out then, and then I'll update you all on everything else that's going on with me. Perfect. Well, you have a great shoot, and we're going to... Uh... Exit out with go. Have a good one. Thank you so much for dealing with me. <laughs> no, no problem at all. All have right. A, have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Shut up. Shut up, why you talking to me? I said, shut up, shut up If you wanna go, baby, to leave I said, shut up, shut up Shut up when you're talking to me, yeah Shut up, shut up If you wanna go, baby, to leave I said, yo I cannot fathom how often that we you did I I will not put up with none of this no no I I'ma be rolling cruising like a mob on my nigga K that different fast I see how I be stunting on these chickens and they daughters and they sisters huh okay I said it I said it don't you get it twisted cause you know I'm about my business head up but I'ma be chilling so don't worry about me baby just head up with a kid Lately, I've been working hard shifts. Lately. 